Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. AB here along with Jack, and we are the Streamcasters. Jack, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you? Feeling good, feeling great. Ready to talk episode two of Moon Knight. As you've seen the title, thanks for clicking on the podcast or the video. We appreciate you for joining us. Going to have an in-depth look at the episode and everything that happened in our compact 50 minutes. So, Jack, I will uh, jump into quick hits, throw it to you, and we'll go from there. How about that? Sounds great. Skirt! Steven wakes up after the events of episode one. He goes to the museum and after seeing surveillance of him alone the night before, is fired from his job. He goes to a storage facility using the key from his apartment and finds Mark Spector's belongings, including a bag that has a passport, a gun, some cash, and the scarab. He has a conversation with Mark's reflection and learns that Mark was a mercenary and the current avatar of Khonshu, the Egyptian moon god. Stephen runs away from Khonshu and he conveniently runs into Layla, who we learned of from the last episode. She takes him to his flat and we learn that they were married, uh, but uh, she is unaware of Stephen's existence. Two cops show up and arrest Mark for stolen property. We learn that the cops are followers of Arthur Harrow, who also confronts Mark. Sorry, not Mark, Stephen. They have a conversation okay. and we learn that Harrow used to be an avatar for Khonshu before Mark Spector was, but rejected Khonshu's ideals in favor of Amit's. Arthur reveals the scarab as a compass to the tomb of Amit and asks Stephen to give it to him. Stephen about to be ambushed by Harrow's followers when Layla shows up with the scarab and the two make an escape. Stephen refuses to let Mark take over after finding out he murdered someone and even brings out his own Moon Knight suit and eventually he gives in to Mark when a, another jackal is loose about to take out civilians. We see a pretty cool night chase and then Harrow picks up the scarab that fell out in the chase. Mark has taken over completely and talks to Kanshu who tells Mark he needs to get to Ahmed's tomb before Harrow or he will use Layla as his next avatar. We end the episode with Mark in Egypt on the hunt for Harrow and the scarab. Very, uh, very compact, tight episode. Lots, uh, yes. lots to talk about. What did you think of it, Jack? Um, I think that this one falls in line with the first one a lot for me where, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm still curious. I'm still interested, but I'm not super invested. I'm not, uh, I'm not amazed, you know, I'm, it, we're, we're coasting. It's fine. It's a good show. Um, but it's not, it's not one I, I'm, I'm actively recommending to people, I guess. Uh, what, what are your feelings on this one? I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I have recommended this to someone, a friend of mine texted me last week and said, should I watch it? And I said, you, you should, it is a fun episode, mm-hmm. a fun show so far. I, I would say that, yeah, I'm not as invested in this as I was say Hawkeye, low key Falcon winter soldier. I was really, really into those shows. I like you. I am. I am into this. I'm curious as to what they're doing. I'm enjoying how this unfolds. I just. I don't find myself in love with it as much as I typically am with Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I. I really want to see where they go with this, and I really want to see more of of what they're showing us. So so far, I'm. I'm into it. It's just not. It's just not blowing me away. Do you think that you would be happier with this one if it was all out at once, if you could binge watch all six episodes? It's a good question. I think so. I think so. I think that I, I enjoy the week-to-week format Marvel and Star Wars have been doing, but this, mm-hmm. is, a, this is a show I feel like, yeah, it, it, when the episode ends, I am like, oh, man, I want to see what happens next. And then I go about my day – 
my week finishes out. And before I know it, it's next Wednesday. I'm like, oh yeah, Moon Knight's out. Like, I don't really think right. about it as much as I did Hawkeye or Fal- all those other shows. Even even WandaVision, which I've been critical of, had me mm-hmm. invested for the vast majority of the show. So yeah, I think that a, a, a full-on here's all six, enjoy it, might have been better for this. I also think maybe I'd enjoy this a bit more if I was a Moon Knight comics fan. I really never paid attention to the comics. So I'd be curious to see what fans of Moon Knight, the comic run, what they think of the show too. Yeah, same. I haven't really, uh, I don't think I've, I've heard specifically a review from someone who's a diehard Moon Knight fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I also think that this would be a good uh, a good binge. Um, I like the format too. I like week to week. I think it's, you know, it gets people excited, gets people coming back and I get that. Um, but with this one, it is, um it's not a chore to watch it by any means but it is uh the episodes have been a little um forgettable i guess it's a good way to put it actually because i feel like when they as things become unfold a bit and we learn a bit more about mark and steven and all that it's it's interesting and i do want to see where Mm -hmm. that goes but it is also kind of tough to keep track of everything where yes you, you know we have a guy that we don't have much backstory on Steven. We're, we're starting mm-hmm. to get some backstory on Mark. It seems like we might get even more next episode, but we're trying to figure out what's going on with them along with Khonshu and Harrow. Layla's popped in. We still haven't learned anything about Duchamp. Ahmet has now been thrown into the mix. These aren't characters mm-hmm. that the casual comic fan is are, are, are familiar with. So right. they're just kind of throwing a lot at us and, I don't know, we're two episodes in, almost halfway through, and it feels like the next episode kind of needs to be an exposition of some sorts, or at least... Yes. We need a flashback. I think we're going to get a flashback. I think that, given that we're, we we ended this episode on in Egypt, I feel like episode three is going to open up, obviously, in Egypt, and I feel like we're going to see Mark make the deal with Khonshu where Khonshu okay. takes him on as his avatar and we'll see, I think we'll, we learn in this episode that Mark as a mercenary murdered somebody. I think we'll see that he alluded to the, that wasn't what Steven thinks it is. So we might see the actual backstory of, of what that was and what led to everything. So I do think we will get that. It just, is it time for it? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I think that uh, when I was thinking of possible flashbacks, that's that's the one my mind immediately went to. Then I also think you know it would be kind of cool to get a um, an Arthur Harrow flashback too. Get a little bit of insight into why he's so gung ho about Amit and not um, and not Kanshu being Kanshu's ex avatar. Right. I do enjoy what they're doing with Harrow. I think that he's a really interesting villain. Probably the most interesting villain that they've had in quite some time, to be honest. And mm-hmm. I think that w- when you look at Kanshu's whole thing is he wants to, it's all about the, the bad deeds that you've done, whereas Ahmet is deeds that you eventually will do. So there's a whole moral ambiguity there of Stephen's like, well, hey, what, if somebody's five and they're going to do something mm-hmm. when they're 35, you shouldn't kill them when they're five. Whereas right. yeah, Kanshu is totally fine with, break his windpipe and all those things too. So yeah. I do think, I do like the theme that they have going on there of, of what's morally okay. When it's, when is it okay to kill someone? Is it, if we, is the Hitler theory that we talked about with, 
with <laughs> yeah. baby Thanos. Is, is it okay to kill baby Hitler or do we have to wait for it to go and commit mass genocide? <laughs> it's a pretty fun theme to, to explore. Yeah. Um, do you think we'll ever, do you think we'll see time travel in this show? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know why that would make sense here. No. I don't know. I don't know. Just with the, the, the Egypt, the Egypt theme and, and they did, uh, I don't remember if it was in my research or if they talked about, um, uh, the God of time or, or something like that. But I, I think it might've been in my research. Um, I don't know if that would be good or bad for the series, but, um, definitely some sort of flashback. I, I'm, I'm stuck on the flashback. I think that's what the show needs. I agree. And I think it would be cool to get some context on Arthur Harrow too, to see how he became Khonshu's avatar and maybe something that yeah. happened in his childhood that he holds on to that ideal so that when push comes to shove, he finally says, no, I believe in Ahmed's ways that I think would help as well. Yeah. Either way, we like, we, we just need more information about how these so-called deals work with these Egyptian gods, right? Like, how do yeah. you how do you make a deal? How do you get out of a deal? How, you know, if 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 uh, if Khonshu is this all powerful being, how is Arthur Harrow still alive? He doesn't want to be his avatar anymore. Does he just have that say? Did he complete a deal? Like, there's there's a lot we don't know about these uh, these, these avatars. It does feel like we're heading there. I do I do feel like episode three is going to explore that. I know from the comics, Mark Spector was on the verge of death. And made the right. deal with Khonshu to you could you can have control of my body if you save my life. And that's that's how that happens. But he's threatening Mark with I will take on Layla as my avatar. Mm-hmm. But is was Harrow able to just say I don't want this anymore? Could could Mark do yeah. that as well? And I guess if if Mark does reject him, does Khonshu just get to pick Layla or does she have to also agree to it? So yeah, I think that. Yeah. Is, is it like his word that's binding? Like, why doesn't he just take Layla over right now? Like he's a God, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that we need a bit more, a bit more context on that. That's, that's why I was thinking maybe he, I don't know. This is, I don't know this. I, I was thinking maybe he doesn't actually care to have Layla as the avatar. Maybe he just wants to say that and use it as leverage for Mark. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a little loose, but. I just don't know why he would want Layla instead of Mark if he's already got a, a working relationship with Mark. He's already been able to manipulate Mark to some extent. Yeah. You know, I think that is likely, but I don't know. It, it, Mark seems like a smart guy that would be able to deduce, well, hey, why don't you just take her on now if it's that? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it is a bit weird. I hope that, I hope that they explore that a bit more. It's not a, a, a barrier of enjoyment for me at this point. I do think okay. that if we get to like episode five and we still don't know what's going on here, I'd, I'd say, okay, we got to, we, let's get on with this. Let's yeah. What's going on. Let's get some information here. But one, one yeah. thing I'm, I'm looking for them to clarify as well is they haven't actually come out and said that Mark and Steven have dissociative identity disorder. That hasn't actually True. ever been confirmed. They did allude to some therapy, but there's no, explanation as far as how long this has been going on who's the who's the original i would yeah i would speculate that mark is the original and that steven is has been around for maybe a, a, a year or two or a few months be, just because of mark's extensive back history as a as a mercenary along with his prior marriage 
and also we do know that Steven's English accent is is very bad, and Oscar yes. Isaac has said that it, he is doing that on purpose. So okay, that's what that leads me to believe that Mark is the is the OG. I have I have stuff to I have I have an idea to pile on that, and uh, I I don't know if this is something you put in your notes, but since I mentioned it in, in his relationship with his mom in the first one. I'll bring it up again. Uh, Layla was surprised that uh, Stephen, who you know she was thinking is Mark, uh, is talking to mom again. And I'm thinking maybe Mark and his mom don't get along, and that's why she's not picking up Stephen's calls. Yeah, I did catch that line. It's because the last episode I didn't even catch the mom stuff, and then of course mm-hmm. I was looking for something this time around. And then when they, when they brought that up, I was like, huh, I wonder what that is. So yeah, I do have that in my notes. I just don't know what to make of that and what the significance of it is. If maybe she's dead or, but then the whole line of you're talking to her, well, maybe Mark didn't tell Layla that she's dead. And maybe, you know, maybe it hurts. Maybe he's the reason she died or maybe she is alive. It's really strenuous. It's really hard to say. Yeah, but I, I do think your theory that that uh, that Stephen is a new uh, alias or a new um, personality, um, yeah. just based on like how like if if Stephen has been around his whole life, how would Mark have had the time to have a relationship that ends in a marriage and in this mercenary lifestyle? Like there there has to be there there's something that we're not that we don't have. There's a piece we're missing to this puzzle yeah. with Mark for sure. <laughs> we and know I, very I do- little about him. I do feel like when we get to the end of episode six and every all of the cards are laid on the table, every I think that we'll be fine. We just have so many questions and there are so many moving parts going on right now that it's it's hard to keep up with everything and we're trying to just jam puzzle pieces in there. Exactly. I I I I don't want so I don't want to hold that against them because I mean part of the fun of a week to week show is the mystery and everything sort of fitting together. I just am ready for some answers. Right. I, I do think we'll get there next episode. Yeah, at the same time, you know, we've, this is another, you know, instance, we talked about this a lot when we were reviewing Loki, like we're, it's only six episodes, we're too deep, I feel like very little has happened. Yeah, it, it true, very little feels like it, I mean, it's only been a, a couple of days in real world time, I think, for, right. for this event happening, I guess, not, I mean, he was asleep for a few days, a week or so, I suppose. Mm-hmm. This episode tried to, I think, move us along a bit and, and, and give us some clues and a few answers from the last episode. I will say that some of the highlights, that scene, that chase scene, even right when the jackal first comes out and you're, you're seeing Steven try to get his own suit and he pops into the Mr. Knight suit and, and all of that was a lot of fun. And then when you finally get the actual Moon Knight suit, that chase was great. And some of the cinematography and the shots that they use with the moon in the background and he's jumping up and it was really well done. I thought that that was a really entertaining and exciting scene. I loved the kill. I love, <laughs> I love the kill. Yeah. That was so, that was really good. They did a good job there. And it was, it was from the trailer, but they altered it. How crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're, they're teetering on that line between dark, but also keeping it marvel yeah, if that's, a, if that's a word. No, I get whole... what you mean, though, because it's <laughs> like a, it's a, it's a, it's a like a kid friendly PG thirteen vibe that they're trying to <laughs> to keep up with. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So the scenes where Stephen is in his suit, the Mister Knight suit, that's all done for comedic effect. You know, he's doing the right. bounce around and he's come on, come which is good. Me. I liked it. It's kind of silly. 
Yeah, I, 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 I want Marvel to be Marvel. I was hoping this would be a little bit more on the dark side. Mm-hmm. I'll take what I can get when it comes to that. I don't need yeah. everything to be the Batman, but I would like <laughs> I would like to see them just teeter a little bit further into the dark side of things, especially with this yeah. character. But I, I mean, do you think... take all these MCU properties like this is on the darker end of the spectrum, but still, it it's is. not very dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, compared to some of the other stuff that we've had, it's. It's compared to Guardians and things like that. It's definitely darker, yeah. but um, I would like to see them get a little bit more in, into that, that dark side, especially as you see this character maybe start to interact with other supernatural or, or similar characters like Doctor Strange. Eventually, I'm sure we'll see him with Ghost Rider. Maybe even mm-hmm. not, Punisher's not supernatural, but maybe we'll see him interact with Punisher at some point. That'd hopefully. be sick. Yeah, maybe right. Blade? I, and so I'm glad you said that. I don't have this in my notes, but I, I think that if we're going to get one other Marvel character in this show, I, I think that Blade makes a lot of sense to pop up here. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why not. It's kind of in line, kind of. <laughs> Enough, well, think, about, you know? think about what we have not seen Blade. We've heard Blade one other time. Mm-hmm. And think about where we heard him was in that post credit scene of Eternals, which was set in... London. Ooh, so, okay. It, who's to say that we don't see a, a Dane Whitman, a Black Knight mm-hmm. pop up, or maybe we see a little bit of Blade? I don't know. It feels like we might see him before his movie, whenever that's mm-hmm. coming out, whether that's next year or 2024. Feels like a, as good a spot as any from what we know of for him to pop up in. Yeah. What, how would you feel about a Blade uh, cameo at like post credits episode six? I think that would be great. I think that would be the place to do it. So I don't, you don't want to take away from the show. You don't want to take away from Moon Knight. Yeah. I think that that would be the spot to do it. Yeah, an extended cameo spot, like you know, maybe a, something a that uh, something that you know kind of eases fans into season two if they decide to 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 push Moon Knight in that direction. I don't think we're going to get a season two on this one. I think it's no. You think a, this is isolated, uh, just six parter? They're marketing it as a six-episode event. They're, they, you know, they're not saying hmm. season one or anything like that. So, that I surprises me. Not me. I mean, that's other than Loki. This is they've all been a limited series set to launch into other movies. I mean, obviously, we're going to see Wanda pop up in Doctor Strange soon. Sam yeah. and, and Bucky are getting their own spinoff Captain America movie. Well, uh, who knows when we'll see Loki? Probably may, might even see him in Doctor Strange. So, I mean, all these shows seem to be setting up bigger uh, crossover movies. I don't think that we'll see. Um, I think that everything we could see a tease with Blade here at the very end, and then we see Moon Knight pop up in Blade. That would be good. That would yeah. be, yeah, no, you're right. That's cleaner. I like that. Yeah. So I just don't know, because if you're not going to do another Moon Knight season, I don't know when the next time you see him, I guess if they're going to do a new Avengers movie or I don't, I don't know, know. It, it doesn't makes even, sense like, to have him just the way that he is as a character, it, it, it seems clunky to, to throw other heroes at him, right? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, he does, in the comics, he does interact with Punisher. He does interact mm-hmm. with the Midnight. He's, a, he's one of the Midnight Suns. We see him interact with Spider-Man quite often, actually. So he is, uh, he is a character that, that is an Avenger and, and is among 
the rest of the heroes. I think that well, I think that Mark Spector makes more sense than Stephen Grant. So I'll really be curious to see how they handle that and the mm-hmm. whole switching of personalities and if a third personality perhaps pops up. Yeah, do we is it rumored or do we know of a third personality that's that's coming or so the in the comics there's 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 um there's Mark Spector is the main guy. Then there is uh, Jake Lockley, who's a who's a cab driver, and then I'm pretty sure Stephen Grant is supposed to be oh. as like a billionaire businessman. So I think it feels like this Stephen okay. Grant is maybe a combination between Jake Lockley and and, and Stephen Grant because it's it's weird that Stephen Grant is this museum like worker. Yeah, I don't know. You know, well, <laughs> so, it, yeah, it, it it kind of helped the plot of the first episode because why would he be near? Why would he have all this knowledge of ancient Egypt and? And why would he be near all these artifacts and stuff? That that part of it really helped bridge, you know, helped the the plot yeah. get going faster, I guess. Yeah, it is. I will say once you once you said that, it brought up something I did like from the episode when Layla shows up at his flat and he's she's going through all of his stuff. She mm-hmm. sees all of his ancient Egypt paraphernalia, memorabilia, whatever it is, artifacts. His studies, stuff. yeah. His study, yeah, his studies, and they're, they're talking about it, and he's he's super into it and super fascinated by it, and they're finishing each other's sentences, and you could tell mm-hmm. that he's interested in it because he remembers Mark knowing about it from their marriage. Yeah, well, he likes her. Yeah, well, <laughs> for sure, her. he does. <laughs> well, obviously, Mark still loves her too. So it really is. I thought that, that was a really well done scene. And, and there was another thing that they had in common that I can't remember what it was, but it was really well done. I thought uh, they were both reciting that French poetry the poem. The poem. That's yeah, right. yeah, that was kind of out there. Uh, as far as you know, it could, I feel like that could have been anything, but they decided to to do a French poem. The French poem, yeah, could have, <laughs> could have been their love for the Animaniacs or banana pudding, but they went with they went with a French poem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know, obviously, I don't speak French, so I don't know what those words were, but maybe maybe it was a love poem that they were, yeah. they were reciting together. I almost wonder if it was something that she was really passionate about that Mark kind of didn't really care about. And she maybe had voiced that as a concern and Probably. subconsciously he just recognized it. Cause she, when she recognized that he recognized it, she was almost taken aback in a way. Yeah. And so, yeah, it seems like maybe he, that was his way of not his way, but the residual memories of that motivated him to, to be, to get into that. That was probably her, her, the first time that she was like, shit, you're not Mark, you know? Right, I, probably exactly, where she kind of realized, yeah. like, something's weird here. So, because, mm-hmm. yeah, by the time they get to that chase, she's full on believing that he is not Mark Spector. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the chase, uh, what do you think about, uh, what, do, what do you think about the invisible jackal? Yeah, I don't really know what it reminds me a lot of Thestrals from Harry Potter. Yeah, same. I was thinking that too. Yeah, because I I, I saw a theory that you could only see them if you were close to death, which is the whole thing with Thestrals, right? Because nobody else could see them. Layla couldn't see them. Only only Mark could. Or maybe it's maybe it's just the whoever it gets summoned against is who could see them because I mean, yeah, again, the guy at the museum, the, the security guy, he couldn't see it either. So yeah, uh, it, it, it does make for a fun scene because 
it, it adds to the comedy of well, what's going on with this nutter out here trying to he's just is he doing a dance what's is he doing yeah. a demonstration what's going on <laughs> but it was uh, it was entertaining i think that that whole scene again was just i think the highlight of the episode for me okay good stuff good stuff i don't know I, like i like that um i like that they're trying stuff i i wish that i knew i wish that i already knew why it was invisible why why we can't see it because just at the at the very surface level, I'm a little bit annoyed with it because I think invisible enemies are a little bit overdone. We've seen people fight invisible things. It's I don't know. It's just it's not clicking with me, and I, I I'm having a hard time putting my finger on why. But I, I don't really care for it. What I'm lost here. What what have we seen that um, that is invisible? Are you I'm just talking about in in just movies and shows in general. Like we we've we've seen that CGI. We've seen we've seen people fight invisible things. I don't know. True. I just I don't know. It does seem that it's unnecessary, given that it's a formidable creature that nobody really seemingly can handle, other than Moon Knight. So it's like, mm-hmm. why does it need to also be invisible? So I guess that's a fair. But it also maybe it was just done to show that he um, has some, some weird go- stuff going on in his head and that's why he got fired. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it, if, it is you weird. Know, if they give us a reason and it's it's a fair reason, I'll I'll take back my my being annoyed and everything. But but as, as of right now, I'm a little irritated by it. It's not my favorite thing in the show. That's fair. I mean, it, it's fair too because we've seen the Jackal twice now. And yeah. I would assume we'll see more of them. So I think that, yeah, if we could get some context as to why they're invisible, mm-hmm. it might help. But I don't know. I guess I just hadn't really thought of it. I just, maybe I'm just like, I'll just buy it. You know, sometimes that's kind of how I am. I'll buy whatever know. you're selling me. Maybe, maybe I just feel like I showed up to a fight and I, you know, I'm only seeing half of it. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe it's just a me thing. Yeah. I mean, it does add to the to the difficulty of fighting it because she's like, "What are you doing? What is true, going on right true. now?" True, true. You know, so yeah, we're kind of seeing it from the spectator's view because this is what those people on the bus bus would have seen, what the yeah. person in that car that crashed into him would have seen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm glad that it was actually there though, and not in his head, because at first that's what I yes. thought it was. At first, I thought it was just in his head because she's like, "I don't see anything," but then when she finally throws the glass, and you could see. That a little bit of the outline. I was like, okay, this thing is actually there. It is that was, there. That was another thing that I was kind of concerned about. Is there are some theories that even Moon Knight is in his head, and that Moon Knight isn't actually real? Which I would, really would be, annoying. be so disappointed if that was yeah. true. Yeah, I don't if think it's all just him do. running around being crazy. That that would yeah. be such a disappointment. I agree. I don't. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think that that would be really frustrating, and I think that would be a waste of a show if that was what they wanted to do. Exactly. But, I don't yeah. think that's because, and especially because she's asking him to bring the suit out, that right. tells me that that's not the case. So I hope that that theory just goes away because that's that's a really dumb theory in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well um, what are we? Uh, so Arthur Harrow ends up with the scarab. He does get the scarab at the end, and and he's in the wind. So yeah. um, we expect to see them. Uh, you know, them being Arthur Harrow and, and Mark slash Stephen um, fight over, you know, access to this tomb. What do you, what are you thinking for the next episode? What do you, what do you want to see? For the, for the next episode, I want to see kind of what we talked about. I want to see a flashback to really where Mark met Khonshu. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I think that it would be nice to see a little bit of that with, with Arthur Harrow, but I would, I would understand if they didn't do that. I would be totally fine if they, if, 
they just either passively said what his his deal was or didn't even really touch on it and at all. I think that they're doing a decent enough job with him. I'm invested in him as a villain. So um, I, I would like to see a bit more context. I would like to see – I would like to see them explain – how Mark knows how to find him. I mean, I guess you could you could deduce Egypt because in Egyptian tomb, but he just mm-hmm. kind of shows up there and, and, and knows what to do. Maybe there's a, a bit of backstory there. I expect that the big blow off here for the show is going to be Mark as Moon Knight, Khonshu's avatar versus Harrow, Ahmet's avatar. It feels like Arthur Harrow is going to get Ahmet and mm-hmm. Ahmet is going to take control and we'll see this big final battle, which hopefully is good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just kind of want to see them answer some questions and keep this thing moving along. I am invested. I'm into it. I think that it's, it's entertaining. It's just not um, my favorite thing from Marvel so far. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. And I agree. What about you? What are you, what are you hoping for in episode three? Um, expectations for episode three. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, uh, I think ideal scenario for me at least would be to see Arthur Harrow succeed and awaken Amit so that we get uh, a, a nice villain. I, I, I hope that this looks, I hope that Amit looks uh, and acts kind of similar to the way that Kanshu does with like a floating skull or some big elaborate. I really like the the imagery of Kanshu. Uh, I said it in the first episode, so it rings true with this one. This, the, the imagery of, of Kanshu is amazing. Um, so yeah, I hope, I hope we, we awaken Amit. I would love to see a flashback. Um, if it, if we don't get a flashback, I just feel like it's, it, we got to get it in the fourth one. I, we got to get more context. Yeah. I would not expect Amit until probably the fourth, maybe even the fifth one. I just don't know. The story is to me finding Amit because once mm-hmm. you have Amit, it's okay. We got to stop Amit. So if you're going to do that cool. in episode three or even four, what do you do with the rest of the show? It feels like mm-hmm. that's a, an episode five cliffhanger sort of thing. But Maybe. I think I think the fun is going to be Arthur trying to find Amit. Maybe at one point, Mark and Steven get the scare back or there's some weird push and pull yeah. with that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm a little tired of them fighting over the scarab. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't I know need it's to only been two that. episodes right yeah yeah I, um, I am glad that they cut to the chase on the scarab of this episode too because yeah i think that if we would have had to wait another episode to figure out what it was it would have almost been like the watch in hawkeye where it's geez, like yeah what is this it just belonged to laura the whole time <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's conchu's eye patch and then it has like oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. it was nothing the whole time yeah yeah exactly so I'm glad I'm glad they cut to the chase on that for sure. All right. Well, I, I don't have much else to left to talk about this episode. Did you have any other notes? No, I think I'm good, man. All right. Cool. Well, I guess we'll just wrap it there, folks. Again, thanks for, for jumping in with us. Let us know how you're feeling about Moon Knight so far. The links to our social media accounts are in the show notes below. If you're on the YouTube, leave a comment. We'll uh, we'll give you a shout back. Uh, feel free to subscribe, like the video. Hit the bell for further content. And until next time, folks, keep on keeping on. We love you so much, and we'll catch you later.